welcome to Always Buried in Books, Episode 6. We just released our bonus Unlocked episode, so if you haven't heard that, go check it out. Things have been a bit wonky with the podcast lately. Our apologies, but we've worked everything out now, knock on wood, and are happy to be back with the heartwarming ghost from the track series. I think you guys know the layout of the show by now, but on the small chance there's someone new here, um, there are two sections of a podcast. A non-spoiler for a section for those who have not and must read Ghost. And a spoiler section to dive a little deeper for those of you who have read the book already. So without further ado, Ghost. Ghost is a little less well-known than some of the other books we've talked about here, so a little exposition. Ghost is the first book in an amazing track series by Jason Reynolds. Soccer gal, would you like to read the summary? Yes. Running is all Ghost, real name Castle Crenshaw, has ever known. But never for a track team. Nope. His game has always been ball. When Ghost impulsively challenges an elite sprinter to a race and wins, the Olympic medalist track coach sees he has something. Crazy natural talent. The thing is, Ghost has something else. A lot of anger and a past that he's trying to outrun. Can Ghost harness his raw talent for speed and meld with the team, or will his past finally catch up with him? Thank you, soccer gal. Now we will be giving our mini-reviews. Spoiler-free, of course. And I just realized I have to go first. Thanks a lot! <laughs> it's okay. Um, I honestly think um, Ghost is, is goes so under the radar for being such like an amazing book, because everything about it it just it just it feels so personal obviously i can't relate to ghost obviously if you know his story but he the story is just so heartwarming and amazing and it really really just plays not plays with your emotion but it conveys emotion and it's so brutally honest and vulnerable that even if ghost isn't a real person it feels like that like that i feel like my reviews are always the same but all these books we're reviewing here are truly amazing but this one was like vulnerable and so out there in a way that none of the books we've reviewed on this podcast have been and i think that that was just that was it for me because i i think the amount of books that that convey so much emotion and honesty and vulnerability is 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 there's a lot there's not a lot of books like that out there but i think ghost really hit that um on the on the nose for me so uh snowdrop want to give your review yeah um i agree with all of the points you were saying um i've actually never read this book before last week when i realized quite late that we would be doing it for the podcast um it's always harder for me to get excited about talking about a book when i've never read it before so i was a little worried for this episode but i have to say ghost does not disappoint um like raven mentioned it's a bit different than all the books we've talked about here on the podcast before but it's a super touching story and i can't believe i never heard of it before because it's so amazing um and even if like realistic fiction isn't your type of thing, trust me, you have to go read the story. You won't be sorry. Okay, yeah. dokie. Um, if you've not read this book before, well, honestly, I don't know why you're still here listening to me talk. Get reading. And for those of you who have, on to the spoiler section. So I really like this book. I know that everybody else said this, but um, 
it's really different from our other books because all of our other books have been fancy and like like Percy Jackson or Peter Walker, and those are such different from this. And as Snowdrop was saying, she may she was not like super excited, and you may not be, but like you really need to read this book. Yes, I got introduced to it from a friend, and we did kind of like a book club reading on it where we reviewed the, the book each time we read it, and it was really fun. Um, it's really cool to see something that centers on one uh, main thing, like track, something that none of us, none of us here, well, oh, kind mm. of has. <laughs> yeah, Rachel has. But me and Snowdrop have not experienced, so it was really cool to get a glimpse into that, too. Yeah, and wait, I just wanted to drop in something right here. Um, you might not realize this, or like maybe if you're you're not a runner or a sprinter or cross country, if you don't run, you don't realize how actually they conveyed how freeing and like how really refreshing running can be because it's kind of it kind of releases endorphins. Endorphins make you happy, but it's also just very free. It it, it can just free you in some sense. But yeah, I like that they picked up on that aspect. Yes, we are now in the spoiler section. And we will be sh starting off by sharing our likes and dislikes. Soccer gal, would you like to start us off? Would I? Maybe not. I guess so. <laughs> I don't like going first. But I kind of your unwillingness to go first. But yeah, go ahead, uh, soccer gal. So... We are not talking about the whole series here, and I um, will not. Maybe we will have one. I'm not sure. But the first book is really amazing. It's really cool to see um, a glimpse into somebody's perspective that's so different from our own. Because where we live, it's a quiet, kind of quiet time. Yeah. Sure. We live in California. We live in Los Angeles. So it's big, and it's, it's just so very different. Um, we live in a, some, we live in a diverse community, yeah, but, like, not completely. So, it's just really cool to see that, and, um, I love how, I love my, one of my favorite parts is, I love the end, of course, because everyone's becoming close, and ghosts and they are, like, friends now, but I also really like the, um, one of my favorite I guess you could say, but um, is the first dinner where they're all sharing their secrets, and I was just so happy that Ghost was like telling us his perspective because about how his dad and he's um had a hard life. So we get to see that, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Like, "Wow!" Like, I didn't. That's why you're so. I don't know. However, he would like to um, explain him but yeah so I love that scene that's one of my favorite parts but overall it's just it was just so so much fun yeah I I definitely agree with all that um I guess I'm next um and like I mentioned in my short summary I I only just read the book a week ago, so I haven't read the whole series, which I guess offers me like a unique perspective, but more like a narrower perspective. Um, so I, the first thing I wanted to say for like what I liked about it was um, the writing style, because I know we talk about this with like every book, 
Um, but I really particularly like this um, where the writing is like the character's voice, not just um, normal first person, uh, like with improper grammar and half made up words and like ain'ts and y'alls and the whole deal. Um, and I really love this because it just creates a world for you that you can feel like you've stepped right into their mind. Um, and for some reason, it creates a sort of nostalgia for me, even though I don't know why. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely that. And then I also really liked, um, and in other books that I've read like this before, the metaphors that it kind of has. And I don't know if that's exactly the right word, but like they use these really cool things for lack of a better word like um he mentions like the scream inside or like like black or red inside and like um in the beginning there's this line about sunflower seeds that i really liked um and um it's just kind of as raven mentioned in her short summary in the beginning it's very straightforward which you don't get with a whole lot of books and i really like that um and as for dislikes i don't know if we're doing that now but Either way, I kind of suck at doing that, so I'm going to just pass it on to Raven. Yeah. What to do dislikes? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, um, soccer gal, you can hit it on dislikes since I'm still kind of processing because I did. I just got home, I just got back home from school, so I didn't get the time I usually got to think of what I was gonna say. So go ahead. Oh well, um, I I know that I said I didn't say it, but I don't know if I was gonna say very much. I mean, I really do love this series. Um, I, I mean, like, what do I not like? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> yeah, Raven, we need your critical mind. Yeah, I really... Yeah. Um, well, so I'm going to start off with the good things. Um, yeah. the, okay, so um, I think the good things are, oh my god. I kind of said it in the short in the short review. Um, I think I just love the the how honest and vulnerable and straightforward this book is, and I think that was really great. And um, I think they pretty much said it. So I have a more I tend to be a little bit more critical, but that's just because I tend to overanalyze stuff. So I do want to say, uh, not trying to criticize them or anything, but some parts of the books were a little bit boring. Like, I don't know if you guys can relate to me. Like, some parts of the books were so interesting. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to keep reading. But, like, as as the books went on, like, because it's a three-book series, um, it started to Five. start... Um, Five, four books. Four books. Four books series, sorry. Um, it started to just drone on a little bit for me. So, yeah, as much as I love it, there were some parts that weren't exactly as entertaining and as just interesting as some of the books they've reviewed. Like, it's like some books with some fantasy books, like, um, uh, Keeper's Velocity, we just want to keep reading and reading. And with Ghost, the good thing is they keep reading for, like, good reasons. With Keeper's Velocity, they, they keep you reading with stupid things, like love triangles and, like, things like that. But here, it keeps you reading because of the pure honesty and vulnerability that Ghost shows. But, but this can't, I feel like this, uh, at some point, it just became a little bit boring for me. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, um, slightly related to not really the boring part, but what you're saying about the vulnerability. Um, I've read books like this before, and I think... I just really love the characters. I mean, yes. Um, 
Yeah, when you were saying it started to get a little boring, when you look at the series, they have such, like, an honesty to them that I don't really want to talk about them. They just feel like I should just kind of keep them close to me and, like, guard them. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think Ghost was actually the best, um, in my opinion, the best uh, book in the track series. I liked it, but it wasn't amazing that I found, like, there was a plot series. Like, not good. Like, it was good, but it was boring a little bit. In Temple of the Stone, yeah, you got to see a continuation of the next book into that same book, but from a different person's perspective, especially mm-hmm. in um, Bettina, because that was really what happened to Ghost and his race and how he uh, ran and how he, like, messed up and then started again. That was really cool. And something else about perspective um, is how each book, like, if you have not read the others, then you do not know this, but, like, you, like well, you do, actually. Sorry, blabbering. Um, <laughs> uh, the, how it's, like, world records. Like, the first one is all about world records, and it's got, like, a fun thing like that. And then Patina is, like, a to-do list, like, all the things that he has to do in that chapter, and, like, because he takes care of her sister. And in Sunny, it's your diary, but it isn't actually anything. That sounds really cool. I, I've i only read the first book, so I can't totally add much. But, yeah, I really like – I've seen that with other authors before, and I really do like that sort of thing. I guess we can go to discussion, which I feel like we've already started. <laughs> so let's just continue discussing. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? I'm curious. In the, like, next ones, I feel like Lou becomes better, but I don't love him that much. I like Patina, but I also like – uh, well, you get to know these more characters, but um, somebody that you meet in the first book but you don't really get to know much about is um, Maddie. I really like her. Mm. And also um, Patina's little sister. And in, this is in Patina, but all of Patina's family, like her mother, her both her mothers, her uncle, like all of them are such them so much so yeah the thing that bothers me about petunia oh man there's a rant coming about this on my blog while they're trying to be like oh my gosh i'm not a girl girls are so they're kind of they're kind of like they're being feminist or whatever they're also showing that only boys or only people who act like boys can be strong can't you be a girly girl and be strong too like that's something that'll last because when you're being a tomboy and you're trying to like promote it just exemplifying the idea that no girls or at least people who act like act i say that in quotes you can't see the quotes like girls can be um can uh can be strong but like girls like diana for example and i so i'm i i always bring it to keep us velocity don't i she can be strong and sophie kind of casts her aside because she's a girly girl but like I think Bianca is stronger than Sophie. Like, oh, yeah. she just kind of puts her aside because she's a girly girl. And I don't yeah, honestly, that. how Sophie treats Bianca kind of annoys me. Yeah, same. Not that I don't love Keeper of Velocity, but to bring it back to um, Ghost, yeah, Ghost, the actual topic. Yeah, um, Pachina is like an interesting character because she is yes a tomboy, but then also. How, I mean, you don't really, not everybody knows this if you haven't read the whole series, but, like, how she, her home life is really not really a tomboy, 
tomboy. Um, and her school life and the school that she goes to. I'm not gonna talk about it too much. But that really does not show tomboy to me. Mm-hmm. But I definitely agree with that because like Yeah, it was just kind of me pointing out in general. She's not like I think I think like in terms of things, there's a lot of characters who show like more that tomboy, girl suck kind or like girly girl suck kind of attitude. But Petunia's not that bad in terms of that. Yeah. Um, like, for me, I love soccer, but then I also, like, I don't know why, but, like, these past, like, I don't know, 10 years, 20 years or something, like, girls have, like, been made to not like pink, or else they're, like... A girly girl. And it's, like, you're allowed to like pink. Like, pink is a fine color. Does everybody like it? No, but, like, it's a fine color, and it's totally fine if you like it. That doesn't mean you're like a girly girl or whatever it's a nice yeah. color it's it's literally a color i was just gonna say it's like kind of like society did reverse psychology on itself yeah yeah and kind of like i know this is kind of like getting off topic but it's so interesting how we've been made to like like we've been made to to judge people off like silly things like the colors we like or what we wear or maybe like how our room looks it's like so stupid the weirdest one out of all of them is the colors we like like what i don't like, if i like blue if i like green if i like red does that make me a tomboy i say that with quotes if i like if i like pink or purple does that make me a girly girl i would really not think I am a girly girl at all but I like purple I like pink what's wrong with that and I also don't think there's any such thing as a girly girl like you can express yourself like you should be able to express yourself however you want um without um without without being judged by people the the phrases tomboy and girly girl are like so outdated now because like mm-hmm. nobody represents that anymore Maybe in like the in the two thousands, um, it was like you needed to be some way or whatever. This no, there's no specific categories. Nobody I know is specifically a tomboy or specifically a girly girl or any of that. But yeah, um, so Jack, do you want to tie it back to um Jack? Um, I was going to say, I completely agree with everything you guys are saying, but um, Raven, I'm sorry. If someone's room is, like, filled with manure, I will probably judge them. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying, like, the way our room looks in between, like, if you have furnishing like this, you're like this. If you have furnishing, if if your bed looks like this, if your walls are a certain color, like, it can be so, like, judgment-based in that way. Yeah, no, I I totally get it. One thing that we could talk about are some of our future ideas for our future episodes. Yes, I'd love to. Um, I don't know if this is totally related, but we are thinking could do like the outsiders in a future episode. So I'm kind of yeah, like about let, let us know what your thoughts about that are. I'm uh, I love the outsiders. I yeah, love I love outsiders. it too. Um, Soccer Gal has not read it yet though, so we're gonna try to make her read it and we're also considering like jumping into some classics like maybe some of jane austen's work maybe some dickinson 
maybe like Lord of the Rings, Phantom Tollbooth, that kind of thing. So let us know your thoughts. And if there's any books you ever want us to do, please comment on our blog. We would be happy to like definitely check that out. Yeah, yeah my- I know a couple little women fanatics listen to this. So yes. you want us to okay. do that. And I just got to add in, um, the ending sucked. I'm sorry to any people, but no, no, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. My, um, uncle posted on our blog about some classics and we are now thinking about that, like books like Little Women and Emma, but also books like The Hobbit. So if you do post it, we really do take it into consideration and it may be our next um book well maybe like yeah. well if it's something we haven't read yet maybe like our next 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 but yeah sure yeah and it we may like some books we may not read but we will definitely take it to consideration um i'm sorry to say that that brings us to the end of our time thank you so much for listening we hope we were worth your time before you go make sure to check out our blog link is in the description where you can help us decide which book to discuss next. We literally just talked about that. But, um, and please share this podcast with anybody who you think would enjoy it. And on a really, really, really exciting note, we are reviewing Shadow and Bone next week. Ah, I'm so excited right now, and I'm so excited to talk about it because I have so much to say. Um, and next week, Plume will be joining us again. Um, and not Soccer Gal, sadly. But we're super excited for that. Again, thank you for listening to, and this has been Always Buried in Books. Mm-hmm.